0: It's still going. It's episode 576 and welcome to this week's Aussie Tech Heads. Uh, you are listening to Aussie Tech because it is brought to you by ATH Web Hosting. And now with a dra- drag... 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 Drag and drop website builder, yes, called SitePad. So just like the GoDaddy ad, you can jump in, get something, you a theme already designed that you like or create your own, but it's just drag and drop and it's easy peasy Japanesey. So it uh, comes free. You can use it for free, that's right, free with the pro and business plans. You can't get better than that. And also sign up there for domain names, register the domain name, also other hosting if you want to install uh, WooCommerce, WordPress, the uh, Jupal, Joomla, whatever, and uh, it's easy script install. So three clicks, you're done. It's pretty good. All right, and also the uh, aussietechradio.com, a wall to wall. Back-to-back, 24-7 podcast. I hope you all enjoying it. Looks like the, look, the, the listening stats are going up and up each week and each month, so that's good. So you guys out there must be enjoying it. Uh, I'm not sure if uh, the people who actually do listen to it listen to this show in particular, but uh, there's listeners all around the world to the station, so it's excellent. Nice work, guys. Good stuff. Keep it up. All right, you can see us on Facebook, and please like us uh, at facebook dot com forward slash Aussie Techheads and youtube dot com forward slash Aussie Techheads. If you're listening to this, never watch the YouTube. Go and at least, please, can you go and just like the YouTube or subscribe to the YouTube channel because uh, you know. YouTube now requires something like, I don't know, 4,000 subscriptions uh, before they let you monetize the channel. And uh, we didn't have that many, so we can't monetize anymore. So that means we're missing out on $2 every two years. So uh, go and subscribe to it and maybe we can bring it back our $2. All right, Maybe you'll get 127 <laughs> views as well, Glenn. Oh, listen, when, are we going to go there, are we? All right, okay. Yeah. All right, look, here's, uh, let's introduce to you uh, who's on the show this week, and it is Warlock, of course, a, a very uh, different-looking Warlock for those keeping tabs on the YouTube video. We'll find out what's, why he does look different in a minute, and also Jordan, but let's have a uh, chat. To, we'll say g'day to both so we can all chat. G'day, Jace. Hi, everybody. And uh, g'day, Jordan. How are you going? Hi, mate. Good, good. Now, I just, like
1: that zoom function there. Every time you zoom in, I look like one of those coneheads off that old movie. Remember coneheads? I oh, do. Oh, we thought you were. Oh, you thought I was. We thought yeah. we
0: had a movie star.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right, now. No, you,
2: you haven't got a movie star. You just got one of the top two podcasters in Australia.
0: Oh, I know. Isn't yeah, it good? It's it's that, it.
1: That me and you, Jase.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and, Jase, you are fulfilling your, your credentials each and every week with the Aussie tech crypto uh what's the, what's the what's the good oil on the tech crypto podcast this week
2: oh doing really well we we talk about uh a you can buy a heater for your home that you can use to mine ethereum on it oh my god
0: that? <laughs> that's, that's unreal isn't it i haven't heard that one yet on your show but uh what episode is that the last week's episode Yeah, episode 10 all right good and it's been going gangbusters your stats are up and uh, everything's going good, so uh, well done, YouTube yeah, views. I might, I
2: might have sprigged it on uh, a couple of Reddits or something.
0: Yeah. <laughs> now, what, 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 why are you looking different this week? What's going on here? You've got a, you've got a red the, shirt. It's the Zoom function. I know. He has ditched his headphones, and now he has got a nice new, brand new Rode USB microphone. It looks beautiful, mate. Hello, look- world. It is snazzy, nice and black and snazzy. Now uh, it's USB. Have you got a model off the top of your head, just for those who keep in track? Do you have a model?
2: Uh, I think it's
0: red and USB NT1. All right, good. And I, I think have it, a model. Yeah, All I Have a
2: model. What are you talking <laughs> about? Say, where, where did
0: you get a model? Can he, I get one? He's the male model of Tari. <laughs> Striker pose. <laughs> yes, and and in in doing that pose, how is your uh your weather app? going, or your your Fitbit weather thing that you do? All of
2: them going really well. Now that Fitbit have announced a new watch come out called the Versa, which uh, is more universal and a lot more uh, women like that one because it's a bit smaller looking and a bit nicer on the arm. So uh, they they think it looks a bit less chunky. Uh, Measurements seem to show it's about the same, but the design of it makes it look a lot nicer. So you're going to see a lot lot more sales there.
0: Oh, good stuff. Now, Jordan, what have you been up to? This week, since we last
1: met. Anything exciting? Not really much at all, actually. No, just working? Just, you know, work and, work and play, as they say. Yeah. But minimal play, just working. and. Yes, that's how it goes, isn't it? put my five-minute spare on the computer when I can, I suppose. Yeah, things done. Yeah, yeah and your, or, your machine hasn't packed yeah. it in again? It's, it's been pretty stable? No, it's been fine. Since hmm. I updated that driver for that sound card, I've had no issue with... Mm. With that at all? Oh, that's good. Mm. All right.
0: Uh, other shows that you one can listen. Driver. Other shows that you can listen to is the Aussie Max Zone. Uh, Michael does that show with Garth and Zahn every week, every Monday. It comes out, so be sure to check that one out. And if you want to see
1: the stories that I'd we like to see do, Bill get on that show. Will? Yeah, I'd like him to go on the Max Zone show.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm sure they'll <laughs> yeah, have him and Eric. <laughs>
1: Get him <laughs> and Eric on there, you reckon? Together?
0: <laughs> yeah. No, Eric doesn't mind the apples. He's
1: got the he, he does like
2: but he doesn't like cookie. No, no. Like
1: cookie, I, thought, I actually thought that Eric was against the apple. I always had the vibe no, that most of the time he know, likes
2: apple but he doesn't like the direction it's taken mm. since Jobs has
0: gone. Doesn't share? Well, well, who does really share Tim Cook's vision? Because I, I I don't think he's really got one either. Like, I you know like nothing really news come out like they've done the Apple Watch, it's but a lot of money for him. But yeah, but that's all pretty much just on Johnny Ives. Yeah, well, Johnny, do you reckon he's in charge? And
2: he he shares the vision, I
0: guess. <laughs> he's, he's the vision. He's the only one with the vision. But uh, but anyway, yes. Yeah, I so... thought that
2: wasn't the vision from uh,
0: Marvel Comics or something. No, was it? I don't know. <laughs> yes. Have you watched any Marvel movies? No. If you have not oh, seen, seen a Marvel movie. Is brilliant.
1: Yeah, if well, you have not seen a Marvel movie, Glenn, that is just that's that's terrible. Well I'll tell you the problem. How can you have not seen a Marvel movie? Have you seen The Avengers? No. Oh my gosh. <sighs> I'll tell you I'll tell you the Glenn, issue. I'll tell you not the, how, see how, be, how can you boys, be a computer nerd guy on the internet and not love all these superhero movies and <laughs> Marvel and Justice League, and I mean, even people complain about Justice it's League. It's because right?
2: he's a DC man, isn't it?
0: <laughs> no, is he really a DC man? No, no, not at all. Just because I don't watch them doesn't mean I don't like them. It's uh, mainly look. I, I guess you could say time's yeah. got a big factor. Uh, I normally just what... watch Iron
1: Man at least.
0: Yeah, look, I wouldn't mind, but see so every time we want to watch a movie, I've got a, I've got a battle. Uh, you know, like I've got to get something mutually acceptable, and the, the. Superhero ones are a bit far fetched to be mutually acceptable. So, in your family, well, with the kids, I'm sure the like kids are, well, the kids are probably like it, but the wife's not too keen on all that sort of stuff. There, so, it is. Yeah.
1: Oh, she's holding his back. She is holding she's me holding back. You back. Yep, that's trying right. To get a new model, <laughs> it has
2: it has a low WAF for some things. As uh, Adam Turner used to say, he grade things based on the WAF. The wife acceptance factor.
0: (laughs) Right. He's like,
2: should I I get a new 8K TV? Well, the (laughs) WAF is very low on
3: that.
0: Yeah, Yeah. so I think we mainly, we probably, instead of going to the movies, we've been going to series. So we'd be watching, uh, you know, like I think our latest one. Well, watch
1: the Marvel series. (laughs) There's (laughs) There's plenty of those as well. Well,
0: the latest series we've started to watch was The Billions. I don't know if you guys have seen that. But that's pretty good. No. I've heard of it. I haven't seen yeah, it. Yeah, I think it's on Netflix. Netflix only, but it's pretty good. And what? it's yeah, pretty good. And, you know, like we've got Homeland. Watch Homeland and uh, what? Hawaii. Well, there's a, there's you know. a nerdy
2: thing. Uh, Monty Python announced that they're coming to Netflix.
0: Oh, nice, nice. As, what, with new shows and stuff? I think the old ones.
1: Oh, just repeats of the old there's,
0: stuff?
2: There's only some Monty Python still alive, you know.
1: <laughs> you know, there was... Speaking of TV shows, I heard I saw an article the other day, and I wish I could bring it up and tell you about it. Um, Star Wars bringing out a TV series.
0: Yep. Yes, yes. And I think isn't Tom Baker a voiceover in it or something? Or has that already happened? No, it's not an animated series. Oh.
1: It's a, an oh, right. Series. Oh, right. Well, there you go. There you go. I've seen Star Wars. There's like... an actual Star Wars series coming, and apparently, I think from I, I could be wrong, so don't hold me to it. But I think it was the same the same producer or the same one of the people off the movies Mm. yes because well i I saw star wars the latest
0: one and and the the waft was very low on that as well and so (laughs) so when i went to the cinema to watch it i took the young fella and the daughter and the wife went and saw some chick thing i forget what they call it there was three of them um it's all about singing and that rebel wilson was in it whatever they're called Pitch Perfect, they're the ones. Pitch Perfect. Yeah, so uh, yeah, so uh, we, we went to Cinema A, they went to Cinema B. I reckon we got the better deal with Star Wars for sure.
1: Well, there you go. Yeah. It, says, it says here, you probably haven't even finished your intro yet, but it says here that Disney is planning to launch an in-house streaming service by the end of 2019. But I think yeah. that's where the Star Wars thing's going to be. Yeah, right, right. Well,
0: yeah, yes. Yeah. All right. Uh, if you're looking for show notes, you can find them at the aussietechheads forward slash podcast. Get us on the Twitter at Techheads at glengoodman at warlock and Jordan doesn't have one. Uh, if you want to use the hashtag, you may, and our hashtag that I've decided is Techheads, aus techheads. And there you go. All right. Now emails. We've got an email
1: from. Mm. Wow. Yes, from about a thousand of them this week. <laughs> How many have
0: you had? Wally, only, the, only this one here. Yes, just. We're one. not counting spam. <laughs> oh, don't. Oh, oh, well, so Those special so enhancement
2: minute. pills. <laughs> <laughs> they don't count as email.
0: Oh, I'll tell you about spam. I nearly got done. I was pretty close in getting uh, done by a spam email eh? or like a, a virusy thing. I went, because yeah. I go through my spam, because a lot of stuff, stuff does get, you know, spot into uh, the spam folder. So I do go through it and emptied it every day and just check and see what's in there and so i see this oh your go via statement is ready so go via is say i'm not sure if it's nationwide but it's queensland tollways you know with your little right. statement that you get your your beeper on your car as you go through the toll.
1: it's yeah. the to fake invoice ones that get you isn't it
0: yeah, so I went, oh yeah, okay, I haven't had one of those for a while, so okay, yeah, because I just download it and pop it into a folder, you know, as, a, as an invoice sort of thing, so for, for prosperity, uh, for tax office or whatever. And so anyway, so I went, uh, okay, uh, out of spam, download, and I browse to a folder, and then just by chance, I guess, I, I just looked at the file name, and it was a dot, .doc, and I went, oh, that's not right that can't be right they're not dot docs and then i went to the folder where i'd saved them previously they're all pdfs logged into the actual site no statements for another for like 3 months or so and i went yeah that nearly got me that nearly got me i don't know what doc, it would have done yeah nearly yeah, got me yeah not worth finding out so what was the yeah. email you got yeah well it's from curtis now he sent, he sent a couple over the a couple of weeks because he uh, he said he is coming out to australia well, he's here now uh he's from dallas so hi Curtis from Dallas, Texas, he's in Australia, so he's in Sydney, hang on, where is he, I'll start from the start, uh, we, well, we leave for Sydney in three days, so he's he's in Sydney by now, I was wondering if any of the tech heads knew of an IPTV pro service which broadcasts the rugby league games, uh, so I, I did respond to him, I didn't really know anything, but I just, I think he's got a uh, Nvidia Shield streaming box, so he must have brought that with him, uh, he's a he's a Rabbitohs fan, and he wanted to watch the Bunnies play. So uh, I don't know. I think Jace, I think you might have also got this one. I'm not sure if you uh, had any tips for him or not. But I just said I oh, just try the Nine Now app and Chromecast it. I think they they stream the footy yeah, these days. Yeah, I don't. If it's just a Foxtel only game, I don't think you can really, unless you subscribe to Foxtel. I don't think you can stream and cast. I think you're pretty stuck yeah. with that. Maybe on that Foxtel, that new thing they got. Foxtel streaming, whatever it is, but uh, yeah. So anyway, uh, he's become a so that's you know just just put Channel Nine on you you'll be right. I be, I became a South Sydney Rabbitohs first visit to Australia. Look well, good on you. Nothing wrong with the good old bunnies. been there since the day dot. I thought that I'd call out to the millions of Aussie Techhead listeners as a result yeah, of my quest yeah, Blah blah blah. And he also can't wait for upcoming Cold Twoies Old to be uh, to be uh, drunk. So yeah, to his Old's pretty good, but to his Old at must at least he didn't say Fosters. Yeah, well, where I do you on where do you find Fosters? Like, I don't know, he's, I don't really know if you can find it over here. I, I know know in cans in the not. bottle shop, but but Fosters not too bad. I don't mind a drop of Fosters, but never drink it. But anyway, two years old, so two years old, best off tap and cold. Uh he's been going to Fisherman's Ranch. Yeah, blah blah blah. We are heading back to Sydney. Blah blah blah, and blah blah blah. Yeah. Uh, Tell the rest of the crew that I said hello from your biggest fan, Dallas, Texas. Well, good on you, Curtis. So uh, thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks. All right. Uh, you know you know how you were talking
2: about an ATO scam? Mm. The funniest thing I saw on Twitter this week was a guy said, now when, when the ATO wants you to pay in uh, iTunes cards, the best thing to do is just wait till they go 20% off at Coles uh, Get him discount it's free money then then you can pay for your ato fees then
0: where was that
2: where'd you see that saw it on twitter this guy oh. was saying <laughs> all right so you know the scammers always say oh you yeah. need to send 50 yeah you know five five lots of 50 dollar itunes cards to the scammer <laughs> after they send you a fake ato oh, there so they're like just wait till it goes on discount you can send Send it to the ATO then and save money.
0: But who falls for this? Like who would think People. But in their wildest dreams, who would think the tax office wants iTunes vouchers? Like they do. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. But uh but I get you see a lot of spam come through every gosh. every day, don't you, Jace? That's what you do. That's all I see every day. <laughs> you're the you're the you can the spam. You're yeah. our, our saviour. Well, talking about spam and maybe something of a similar ilk, the the, Sydney, the government has opened a Sydney Cyber Threat Sharing Centre. So the federal government has opened a new public-private cyber threat sharing centre in Sydney, and this is the fourth one to go live. So the centre is located in Sussex Street in Sydney, and it's been operating since December. So there's, as I said, there's another few around the country. There's one in Brisbane, which was the first one, and there is also ones in Melbourne, Perth and Adelaide. Uh, an Adelaide one is due to open later this year. The facilities co-locate government, business and academic cybersecurity experts to share data and advice on IT security threats assisted by information sharing portal. Cyber Minister Angus Taylor today said 101 organisations were participating in the threat sharing centres nationally. So we'll be do? That's probably a that's probably a good idea, you know. If if everyone can get together and share their information and about breaches and whatnot, well, hopefully we can attack. We're not, never going to defeat the the threats and, and never going to squash them all together, but at least we can, you know, try and figure them out faster rather than later and prevent prevent from things from happening. Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, so that's that's all happening down there in Sydney. I wonder how you get a job doing something like that. That'd be quite interesting. Uh, All right, Jase, what have you looked at through the week that you thought was of interest to listeners? Well, sometimes it's onerous to subscribe to websites
2: for premium content, Mm -hmm. having to enter and re-enter your passwords, usernames and credit card numbers to each time. Then you need to sign in on each device you own. Google have announced, uh, introduced a way to streamline this subscription process with the introduction of subscribe with Google. If subscribe with Google, you'll no longer have to make up usernames, passwords, nor enter credit card details into the website. All you need to do is subscribe and choose the subscribe with Google option. The subscription can be charged to any credit card that you've used with Google in the past. The billing process is handled by Google and when you want to access that content, you just use sign in with Google option and your subscription and preferences are there for you to use. The idea behind subscribe with Google is to make it easier for you to access premium content and to remove the paywall impedance from publishers that can limit subscription numbers. Not only does it make it easier, but it also improves your Google searches with your subscribe sources showing
0: up in their own module on the Google search results page. Yeah, nice. So I think Google. I've got a story about uh, something about Google coming up uh, later in the show as well but another thing that i uh was i did through the week you know how you get these two factor authentications and you download the app and you know you get your number and all that sort of stuff uh which one do you, do you do you use to f- yes yes I, i've gone over to that and jordan do you use any two factor authentication or are you just whole bolus passwords only um i think i'm half
1: with you i've got things popping up all over my screen here. You're talking about um, uh, security password storing managers, is that what you're talking about? No, like
0: the two factor Sorry? yeah, two factor authentication. So where you put your password in, then you go to a like your phone to get a code and also put that into the website to so it's it's two it's double strength. And I
1: have I have two yeah well I, I use it with LastPass. They have it.
0: Yes, right. Yes, I think they do too. And, yes,
1: and Microsoft do offers offer one as well. But yeah, because I, I was using
0: because um, I started using it with the you know that BTC markets with the you know the cryptocurrency oh, yeah. and the wallet and stuff, and they yeah, yeah so their instructions were just I download the Google Authenticator which I did, and then I, so
1: I, how are you going to use? Can you use that those those dual authenticating things with other applications? Can you? Yes, is that what you're saying? Lots of websites. Yeah,
0: yeah. So I was right. just. Like the other night, I was just sitting there and I'm thinking, uh, well, what happens if the Google Authenticator if I lost my phone? How do I do stuff? You know, how do I whatever? So I went into the Google Authenticator and I couldn't find anywhere where I could back up things or do anything. And then I started looking around and then I come across that one, Jace Orphy, which looked like you can you can back it all up and you know transfer it from device to device. So that'd be yeah. my tip: is to you know, yeah, I've go never to I've You actually
1: got a third party one and used it with anyone else. Yeah, so I didn't even didn't even really know they existed. I thought it was something that was offered by each service. Yeah, it all it all comes.
0: You can all you draw it uh, all back into the one app, I guess. So uh, I'm not sure, there are obviously some back-end setups and everything synced or however it works. I'm not too sure. But like with all the stuff that you know, with, like with all my web hosting stuff and the servers and all that, like yeah, I've just got it all uh, just on two factor authentication now. So like you know, if 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 I lose my phone. Well then, I don't want people do picking so it up. and
1: just... Can, do you mean so that your clients on the hosting can log in with two form factor, or you're saying you're using it to access your?
0: Well, uh, say so if I, different sites? yeah, so I've got say my the master say the master password uh, for.
1: So it's like LastPass. No, Maybe so LastPass. LastPass
2: backs up your username and password for a website. It doesn't have a code that changes every
1: minute that you have to type in. So like it's synchronized with yeah, the security server. Yeah. I think it you... has a two-factor thing, an app on the phone, and it it sends the thing, and you've either got to approve it or it kind of regenerates a new code every so often. Yeah, so you can be yeah. print or you can use. Yes, well,
0: that's right. So it's the same thing. So, so like when I say so with the web host, I've got a code so I can I get in.
1: All, I just save all the sites I log into it into it, and then if I want to go somewhere, I just click on the site and it goes there and logs me in. Yes.
2: Yeah. It yeah. doesn't have this the two the second factor
0: though.
1: Yeah, I think you which can. Like Jason,
0: you
2: can.
1: No, I think you
0: can have the two factor to actually sign into LastPass. Yes, but, yeah, but, yeah, not, but not, not to sign you into no. the website. No, no, well, no.
1: Well, you, you don't need to because it signs you into the website automatically.
2: The website also has a two factor on there.
1: That's what I'm Thank saying. You're talking about the website having a separate one.
2: Yes, the website will have a username, which is an email address, a password. Then it says you need to use two-factor authentication like Authy, which will pop up a six-digit code that changes every minute, not for FlashPass, but for that website. It needs its own two-factor authentication. Well,
1: that would frustrate the hell out of me, having to have one, a different one for every site. Well, but it's all built into
2: ready? Authy, so you just launch Authy once and it's got all of your websites there that'll have a
0: different yeah, code awesome. for each one. It's
1: very, very secure. So I'll show. I'll just. I'll show you a quick demo. I have to bring up Authy. Isn't Authy kind of like? The, I thought Authy was the same sort of. Yeah, I'll
0: know. show you what I mean. So if you on the if you're on the YouTube, you can see this is a login for the BTC market. So I put in my email address and password, and then tick I'm not a robot. But that's not enough because I've set two factor authentication. I've also got to get put a six digit code in. Now the only place I can get that six digit code is from my phone from Authy. Yeah. I can't get it from anywhere else, and so I've set. When I set that up, I tell Authy. I take a photo or set. So a, you install Authy on your computer? Yeah. No, on the phone. On the phone. On the phone.
1: Yeah. And it, that's that's. So the, how does how does this BT, BCT markets know that you have to have put that in, or is that something that B C T markets have requested for you to do?
0: No, that that's a, it's optional. But I so when I set the two factor authentic, security. yeah, when I set the two factor authentication up, BTC gives me a code. Like an initial code, and I put that into Authy, and in the background, that must just link the two together uh, in the background. So from there on in, every time I need a six-digit code, Authy is in the background in sync with the BTC, and I enter the code that is required for Authy to accept. And that code, you know, those, that code changes every sixty seconds.
1: The icons there in your in your form boxes, the little gray squares with the dots in them, is is that part of Authy? Is it? No, that's the that's last. No, that's 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 last pass.
0: Yeah, so I can have Last Pass fill in the email and the password, but I can't have Last Pass fill in the two-factor six-digit code. So Last Pass will never know this code. I've got to get that code from Authy.
1: So you're saying that? Yeah, right. So you're saying that the website gives you the option to force that dual authentication. Yes. Yes. Not. LastPass asking you for a dual authentication no. to log into. No. Before in before it That's right. So you can you that's can. Where the, that's where the confusion. If is.
3: someone
2: got access to your LastPass, they can log into all the websites except for the ones with the two-factor authentication, because they also need your Authy and they have to have your phone and be able to type in the code that's on the phone only. But it's not like a. It's not a a. Uh, it
1: would be very uh, annoying, though, wouldn't it, to get into LastPass and want to go log into this forum that I use, and then all of a sudden. I've got another app now that's going to pop up and ask me for an ulti well, I wouldn't worry
2: too much about forums, but if you've got money on there like BDC Markets where you've invested hundreds of thousands of dollars and anyone can get in, if they can guess your password with your username, you want something else that
1: they don't have that they can't get access to. Well, of course. Start- I don't mm. disagree with that at all. Yeah. So currently at the moment I there's I a... Sites or anything in any of my last password wouldn't wouldn't dare. The only is a
2: market uh, crypto market in New Zealand called Cryptopia, and a bunch of hackers got access to old email addresses either from the Adobe or Tumblr or Yahoo hacks. They got a bunch of email addresses and they're just throwing them at the Cryptopia server with random passwords to try and see if they can log in and get someone's Bitcoin. And everybody at the moment is getting emails a couple of times a day saying somebody your account at cryptopia has been locked due to three unsuccessful attempts to sign in this lock will remain for 24 hours and then reset next day your account's been locked Mm. again and this just constantly yeah well i've got uh if you've got two factor it doesn't matter even if they knew my email address and password they still can't log in because they need my so if i wanted to log into the
1: microsoft site how can i tell how can i tell my microsoft email to use Authy? does does that
2: Microsoft mm. use a different one called the Microsoft Authenticator, which is basically that's the same problem. thing as Authy. But, but Authy, Authy can be used with like unlimited number of sites.
0: Microsoft have just the one for their site. So like Authy, like I'll show you what it looks like. I don't think this is going to give anything away or anything. But see, that's the code. And then and that'll only last for 30 yeah, seconds. It's very similar to the other ones. Hmm. Yeah. And then yeah. in 30 seconds, I can't use that code to log in anymore. It'll change. You watch it change. And then it'll change. And then that the new code is the new code that I would need, but yeah, I think you can.
1: Yeah, any yeah. Well, saying that you can't use it with Microsoft, or you can't use it with. Can you use it with Google? Yeah, go, yeah, pretty, Google. Yeah, Google.
0: Yeah. So, Jay's is the so the Microsoft you can't use the orthy on. You have to use the Microsoft. I'm mechanic. not sure. I think you have to use the Microsoft. Yeah, okay. User.
1: I don't I think they. That's what it. would be frustrating. I don't know why we can't kind of have. That's what kind of why I liked LastPass. I think it's like ninety nine
2: percent you can use Authy, but mm.
1: a
0: couple of them. Uh, yeah, I'll
1: have to definitely look into it.
0: Yeah, well, mm. well, I think I, I just uh, beefed everything up because you know, like if you lose, you know, I don't want people like whatever getting into the, like the master password of the the whole hosting system and just going delete. You know, so I thought, well, we've got to you know secure things up here a bit. And so, yeah, two-factor, here we come. You can do it on your bank accounts, do it everywhere. So
2: if they wanted to get into your system, they really need to send you a tax invoice.
0: Yeah, a go via uh, invoice. Yeah. <laughs> yes, just that's with, right.
1: with a document in it. That's... Yeah, <laughs> that's
0: right. Bait me with a couple of iTunes gift cards, and, you know, yeah. uh, I'm all yours.
1: Okay. Yeah, it's all yours. Uh, now look... So this, um wasn't open source, was it? No, it wouldn't be. Not for something like that.
2: Well, it could be, yeah, because it's just a seed that they give you for their site, and then it's based on the time, date,
0: stamp, and uh, random factors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's pretty good. You can't, you can't be too careful. You know, if you want to secure your stuff, you can't be too careful. And this is just an easy way of doing oh, look,
1: it. You know, I think LastPass is still a great place to start, though.
0: Yeah, well, yeah. LastPass but it's still... Yeah, it makes remembering passwords easy, but it's not a two-factor authentication. It's not
1: just that, it's about generating a different password for every account. You know, oh we can do that problem. too. Someone gets a hold of your password and then they go and log into 20 places because you've got the same when you know who
2: gets hacked, they don't get your Gmail.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no. But uh look let let's move on to something else because we've got here I've got a I don't know, do you reckon this is a bit crazy? Like on the day that a lady was killed in the US by an autonomous Uber vehicle uh, she was the accident was in phoenix and it's marked the first fatality from a self-driving vehicle which is being tested around the globe and could derail efforts to fast track the introduction of the new technology now the vehicle was in autonomous mode with an operator behind the wheel at the time of the accident uh, she walked outside of a cross 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 walk cross the road from west to east and she was struck by the uber vehicle and in she in the dark I oh, was it in the, okay, in the dark. Well, Yeah, there's that...
2: a video on the website showing from inside the vehicle what they saw because there was a camera inside. And also one pointed at the driver who was looking at their phone at the time and not right. looking at the road. Yeah. And then they're like, they like, look up and then suddenly, oh, crap, I've just hit somebody. But if you have a look from the, the camera point of view, everything's really dark. It's a dark street. You can't see anything. And it wasn't until his headlights got close enough to light her up. She walked in just as they were coming, so she wasn't watching where she was going either. And it just lit up in time, even if you were watching and you slammed your brakes on. Mm. If it wasn't autonomous, you still would have hit them anyway because she just stepped out in the dark in front of a car. But the problem there, though... was
1: a whole heap of bad circumstances thrown into one. Yeah,
0: but wouldn't the problem there be, like, if it's autonomous... It would to a computer it would matter if it was dark or not wouldn't it be able to hasn't it got like an infrared or some sort of sensor for this so
2: radar and stuff it would detect there was somebody there and it would go oh okay well they're on the side of the road so i'll keep going then suddenly she steps out in front of the car hmm. just as the car's getting there it's like right yeah, so who's fault
1: is it the autonomous the, the, the you know the car yeah or
2: they said that's the thing it's very unclear you can't really blame the autonomous vehicle or the driver because even if the driver was watching, he still wouldn't have been able mm. to stop in time. Okay. Just this woman came out of the dark at the side of the street.
0: She just stepped in. Mm. Yeah, well, so anyway, so on the day that this happened, uh, Sydney, New South Wales government, has has laid out plans to move ahead with trials of their driverless cars in roads across sydney and they'll be trialed across lane cove tunnel the hills m2 motorway westlink m7 m5 eastern distributor sydney harbour bridge and sydney harbour tunnel Uh, the trials will continue until october this year occurring at different times of day and under different conditions now tests of a highly animated smart shuttle have been underway since last year at a closed section of the olympic park got a picture of one of those little groovy things there the announcement came as uber yeah as uber the thing in north america Yeah, so, look, that's probably a bit more info that I wasn't aware of with that Uber accident. Um, And it was that split second, just not really doing the right thing on the road, just jumping out in front of something is pretty much sounds like what's actually happened here. Um, Yeah, but in any case, I don't know, do you feel, I don't know, Jase, do you feel safe with driverless cars on the road? What do you, what's your... I I would, yeah. Take on it, yeah.
2: They're, they're going to get less distracted by, you know, somebody like, oh, what was that over there? Or, oh, there's a cute girl. Oh, crash. Mm. Oh, what was that that just flew by? Or somebody mm. calling out at the side of the street. The car's going to ignore all of those things and just keep
0: its eye on what it's doing. And it doesn't get drunk. No. <laughs> what about you, Jordan?
1: Safe in the streets of Melbourne? Yeah, I don't mind it. I think it's all right. I, I, I don't think you can blame one incident and then i mean they're going to have a field day with this aren't they really yeah yeah i think so it's going to it's it's really going to set <laughs> us back pretty far
0: yeah i, I look when i first read this heard about this this accident and everything i thought oh yeah that's a bit dodgy uh, but knowing yeah after jace filled me in on the maybe more of the uh, circumstances then well yeah whose fault was it really the woman should have not just ran out on in the on the road because look i had a car accident once and i know what that's like i was driving up a hill and there was two lanes going up a hill, and there was a car parked in the left-hand lane. So I moved over to the right-hand lane, like, obviously, to pass this car that was parked in the left-hand lane. But as soon as I got to the car, he did a U-turn. And so oh, I, I, just, well, I just, yeah, right in front of me. And he, it, yeah, And the reason he did this U-turn was he had a surfboard sticking out the back window, and he just couldn't see behind him. So he just got We're in the, just gone like this, and it was that cl- I, I, you couldn't do anything about it. I just hit him and yeah. and spun around and went on the other side of the road. I just. This couldn't... is why I bought a uh, a dash cam this week. Nice, yes. Is it you got one for the front and the back
2: or just the front? Just at the front it's um I got it from the reject shop it's like $25 and it fits over your rear vision mirror. Oh so yes. It becomes a rear vision mirror and it's got a little window in there to show you what the camera's oh, doing. Oh yes. But it's a whole thing as well. Yeah, was
0: it 25 bucks?
2: Yeah, that's, I think it was. Yeah. That's right. Like yeah, that's that. Cheap. Is that
0: like you
1: a white? Your, your own um, micro SD card and put in there? Was that Jordan? I oh, said I no I just kind of I've I just get a, a bit annoyed with the whole way that it's been handled like i i don't think we should just i don't think it should set us back as far as it's going to go you know what's that the hitting this woman sorry talking about the the accident
2: yeah yeah keep the driverless cars going don't let that mm. one one thing be other accidents in the u.s a year or so ago
1: we're doing
3: yeah
2: where a car went underneath a truck and it the guys head right. the top of the car off but that was because the truck was high and the, the the radar and lidar and everything on the autonomous car looked underneath it and didn't see that there was wheels here wheels there and the truck here it could see underneath it so it didn't realize it was a truck so they re-did the software so it would scan outside the range up and down i didn't and, know about that
0: that one Mm. But, yeah, so with that, I'm just going back to your rear vision mirror. How would you hook that up to the camera? Is it wired or is it wireless? How does that work?
2: Uh, Well, it's got a camera built into the rear vision mirror. So it's a bit wider, a bit longer than your usual rear vision mirror. It's got a camera in the back. So you still get your rear vision mirror. It it just straps on over the top of it, and you have a wire that's really long, go all the way around down the side of the car, up underneath and into the cigarette lighter. Right, and as soon as you turn the car on it pops up there starts recording and then when you turn the car off it pops up a picture of a little red car on there and says goodbye and then disappears <laughs> it's recording so, all the
0: time. So the camera is in this thing on your revision mirror the camera yeah. is in, in up in there yeah right Okay. Yeah. it is
2: a rear vision mirror itself that straps over yes. your current rear mirror but it's got a little window it's got an LCD screen there it doesn't it's not distracting or anything. No, And then uh, it's it's just probably about that much wider than your normal mirror that's behind there so that the camera lens sticks out. You can adjust the
0: angle and right. spin it around. Yeah, okay. and, yeah, it
2: works really well.
0: Yeah, because the ones I've seen, yeah, there's actually a camera in the back. You put the camera in the back of the car and then run the lead to this thing over your revision mirror. Yeah, but that's you, can a... do, you get those as well. I'm just mostly interested in, in
2: the front. I had a friend of mine was driving along the, I think it was an M4 in Sydney, and this guy was in the lane next to him but a bit further forward and the guy came across and then slammed his brakes on. Of course, my friend ran into the back of him, but you can't prove that to the police. The guy's just Mm. like, oh, no, I was just travelling in that lane and he just ran into the back of me when I had to slow down all of a sudden. So it's always the person behind's fault.
0: Yes, yeah. Most laws go.
2: And because he couldn't prove that this guy Mm. was in
0: that lane and then came into this one and stopped, he was at fault. And what about have you ever tried either of you guys tried those HUDs, heads up displays? No, I haven't. Yeah, they look interesting. So yeah, I, I I wouldn't mind trying one of those. But all right, let's get uh back into I've got another road story coming up. But uh Jordan, did you have anything this week or are
1: you just happy to I do, but my uh my browser is um You gotta get off brief. you gotta get off the edge. You you're living on the edge. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know, no, it actually, funnily enough, it was, it was when I opened up the orthy site right. Everything, everything went, from there, I've been, you probably noticed I've been vague from there. Just I've went, been waiting for,
0: Went out you know, the control. To leave. All right. Well, Jace I'm sure has got another one. We can have a, have sure, a look
1: yeah. at. i my audio is working actually. So. Yeah, it's good. Facebook's
2: chief security officer, Alex Stamos, has quit and will leave the company in August. The second time he has left a high profile company after a short stint over alleged Russian troll activity on the social media giant site. The New York Times said Stamos had resigned over differences with senior management over to handle these issues. In recent days, Facebook has had to battle claims that data breaches led to information of about 50 million of its users being siphoned off by Cambridge Analytica, a voter profiling company that worked on Donald Trump's election campaign The company has contested this, saying the data exfiltration was due to a feature in an app. In 2015, Stamos quit his post at Yahoo. After a little less than a year, the search company, which was bought by Verizon last year, had suffered three major data leaks, which it disclosed in 2016 and 2017.
0: Yeah, so the thing that sort of, I don't know, does it surprise you that these people, they've resigned, they've been sacked? You'd have to say he's been sacked, wouldn't you? He's 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 been let go, but he's not going till August. Like why why then? Why not just go? we pack your bags now, mate. See you later. You know, yeah. yeah. We got to, we got to pay you till August. Fair enough. Go and have a holiday. But you know, we got yeah. we've lost faith in you. Don't stop. <laughs> no more.
2: Stop. Most jobs only have about two to four weeks notice if you're quitting, don't they? Not two to four months.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah. So what was the go there with that? Because I didn't really get into this story, but the so. So Cambridge had found what they found a way what to I, collate. I go into my next story that sort of links them together. That right. might help.
2: Yep. People are jumping on Twitter to announce their breakup with Facebook. Ooh. The hashtag delete Facebook is trending on Monday after New York Times reported this weekend that the data of fifty million users had been unknowingly leaked and purchased to aid President Trump's successful twenty sixteen bid for the presidency. Oh, they love it. Littered <laughs> with users sharing the hashtag. Facebook is under fire after data and Linux firm Cambridge Analytica received $15 million from Republican donor Robert Mercer ahead of the 2014 midterm elections to pay Cambridge Professor Alexander Kogan for data on millions of users. Kogan had paid about 270,000 people to fill out a survey built on Facebook's developers tools, allowing him to pull information on liked pages as well as look at the friends of users that opted into his app. The data was leveraged by Cambridge Analytica to target voters with specific personality profiles. Pulling that information was kosher, but selling it to a third party like Cambridge Analytica violated Facebook's terms of service. Facebook has since tightened its agreement, barring app developers from looking at friends' profiles. Facebook said on Saturday that Kogan lied to us by passing data collected from his app to Cambridge Analytica. Facebook said that when it learned of the violation 2015 that removed Kogan's app. A lot of people don't realize that most of these uh, Facebook apps that are going around, like which member of the Friends TV show are you or which Sex in the City person are you or what kind of dog is your personality, all of those is collecting your name, birth, address, uh, location, your friends' names, your friends' birth dates and yep. all of this information. A lot of them are just writing the apps not because it's a fun thing to show what kind of dog your personality is, but because they want the information they sell on to mm. other people.
0: Well, that's right. Like they're not, yeah, they're not writing them for fun. You don't make money out of fun, so they write no. them to make money somehow. But so even if you go through your Facebook and say uh, remove access or remove these apps from your Facebook connected apps or whatever, uh, they've already got your stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, they won't get any more, yeah. but they've already got your stuff. Yeah. So look, I'm sure like. Geez, I'd have a lot my stuff would be out there everywhere. But, uh, yeah, what do you do? What do you do? That's, like, well, that's why I
2: don't uh, click on those things that are like, what are you going to look like in 20 years? Or what kind of daughter would you have? Here's a random picture. Or you look like this celebrity. All of those things. I can't help up. it.
0: I want to know what I'm going to look like. I can't help it. <laughs> <laughs> do know what you're gonna look like as woman. Yeah, yeah. that's right. That's right. Uh, uh, or what sort of lady I would marry, and all this sort of stuff. Uh, yeah. Well, I don't I know. Hope you already know. Yeah, but that, you know, you can still go. Still have a go. <laughs> um, don't tell Kim. <laughs> <laughs> no. uh, look, I had a. I'll do another road story. seeing with. I was doing some car theme. It's a bit of a car theme this week for me. But anyway, in Cairns, they're introduced. You know those those three D road art you know, where you're or yeah. on the footpath where it looks like a big hole and big fire in the hole and but oh, it's just yeah. all like 3D art uh, painted flat on the road or on the footpath. Well, in Cairns, they're putting the same, same arts, the same sort of uh, uh, imagination into the art, but they're making it like a pedestrian crossing. So it's going to look, as you're driving up to it, it will look like the, there's like uh, blocks of cement on the road. That you won't be able to yeah. dr- drive through so i'll show you i've got a little picture uh, do i have a picture there's a little picture so it's the, like the 3d street art but they look like enormous blocks and they seem to float above the road service uh, surface and so yeah obviously it's gonna make you stop so they cans looks to look set to create australia's first floating pedestrian zebra crossing in a bid to slow down the speed of perplexed motorists uh, regional council signed off on a $30,000 uh, of money to paint a three-dimensional zebra crossing outside a hotel and shopping complex in the CBD of the North Queensland. It's would only get you
2: the first time you come across it.
0: Yeah, well, you'd know, but you'd be still, I think it'd be still a bit unnerving each time you got there, wouldn't it? It would be unnerving. Not for me. <laughs> well, you'd be slowing down before it, wouldn't you? Well, yeah. Once I know it's
2: there, I'm like, oh, there's just paint, I'll just keep going.
0: Isn't isn't that pretty? Oh, sorry, I didn't say that. I
1: true. wonder how the uh <laughs> the, the you know the automated cars will handle it. Well someone's not paying attention and they get
2: up to it like crap, slam on the brake, <laughs> car behind them runs up the back of them, bam, bam, there's three cars. We have to
1: start, we have to start allowing the automated cars to see three D images on the road, you know? And know what they are and determine which is a real animal or a real road one, but I think yeah. I don't know with the th- with these automated autonomous
0: cars and everything. Like I, I get, I'm guessing that in the future there's probably going to be a little sensor in the in the road where the crossings are or something. Is that like is this going to work like that? Yeah. Do you think? Well, like, I can read
2: the signs and see if it looks like crossings and stuff like that. I mean, this one might well take as a crossing. Somebody would have to be on it for anybody to stop, regardless. You might slow down a bit, but crossings are not there that. If there's nobody on there, you have to stop and then look both ways and then go. Even if you are driving in a car yourself, so the uh, cars, if it came to a crossing, only if people are going across, it would need to slow down or stop.
0: Mm. But I wonder, like, it was this was this a conversation? You know, back in the horse and cart days, you know, when the cars were just coming out, they go, oh, they're uncontrollable and all this sort of stuff. I wonder if that's this sort of conversation went on back then. You can't
1: predict whether the horse is going to run mm. off, get a fright. Well, yeah, run that's somewhere.
0: right. That's right. You don't know what's going to happen with the horse. <laughs> but uh yeah, so uh so yeah, that looks interesting. Apparently they're already over in Europe and uh in India. I think it originated in India somewhere. So, yeah, good luck to it. Now, uh, look, I'll just do another one because with my little autonomous theme again. Now, yeah. Toll, the you know, the big uh rem- removal trucks and whatever, the Toll fleet and all that. Now, they're deploying driverless forklifts to shift pallets. Now, Toll has developed a fleet of 10 driverless forklifts as its new next-generation e-commerce fulfilment centre in Preston's in Sydney. Toll has fitted a 33,830-square-metre facility out with 15,600-square-metres of automation equipment, able to pick and process and pack 375,000 times a day. So what a massive, uh, massive place that must be. Now, six of these things are larger, double... Tire vehicles capable of shift, capable of shifting two pallets at a time, while the remaining four can move single pallets at a time. The driverless forklifts, and they're built by a place or a firm called Domatic are used to move pallets from the manual areas of the warehouse to the automated areas. Facility workers have given each vehicle a superhero moniker. Well, they're watching superhero ga- movies, aren't they? I'm the only one yeah. that's not doing it. Now, yeah, not watching it. I oh, will have to. I might have to have to take my iPad and watch it in bed. Safety reasons on the safety sensors on We've the vehicle. Had a
1: superhero weekend and forced the family to watch it.
0: Yes,
1: I think. Look, I think I
0: did try and watch. I think one of the Superman movies come out, and I was a bit disappointed. That might have been the last time I really that pushed. Might be why. Yeah, pushed to, to watch something like that. But but anyway, I'll, I'll, the, I'll give the Marvel ones. It. Yeah. All right. Uh, I saw. No, I did see. I saw one. Is it the Awesome Foursome or something? What was that one? Where the guy. Fantastic Four. Yeah, I've seen that one. I like that one. The latest
1: one or the earlier one?
0: Oh, it'll be the earlier one. <laughs> it takes me 10 <laughs> years to get around them.
1: them. Yeah. There's a couple of them that came out years ago. Oh, yes, I and saw the ones.
0: Yeah, they were, I don't know, whatever they did on a bridge or something. Two, I think
1: there was two, two of them or something.
0: Yeah, yeah the thing did something. Around, yeah, I can't remember. But anyway, uh, these toll things. Safety sensors are, are fitted onto the vehicle's exterior to detect when a person enters the forklift's operating area and alerts the vehicle to come to a stop. So, uh, there you go. Good on it. They're, 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 these things are going everywhere. They're buses and taxis and whatever. I heard uh, someone's doing flying taxis, flying taxi planes. Uh, I autumn, saw that. Mate. Yeah, autumn, Someone wants
1: to do it.
0: Yeah, and you got Elon. He, he's got cars up in space. It's all going on. What are we going to? What, what's going on? Uh, now, <laughs> are, you, are you back on the
1: back on the air, Jordan? Or are you still off with stories? Is Edge still no, here. playing nice? Yeah, I'm, I'm actually, I'm actually just um, copying and pasting URLs into a Google one. <laughs> Google Chrome. <laughs> All right. I'm worried it's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna bother me again. I've got one here. That, like you said, the stories are a bit thin this week, so I'll probably come up with a lot of mediocre ones. Um, installing, Installing updates on Windows has always been a pain. Not only does uh, Microsoft seem hell-bent on forcing users to update their machines whether they want to or not, including in prior versions of Windows 10, a nightmare feature that forcibly sees control of users' systems to start the installation process. The process is uh, infamously slow. Now, the combination of these factors can take updating Windows machine, or sorry, can make updating Windows machine feel less like a, a minor but necessary inconvenience than a than a, uh, a suddenly imposed tug of war for control of the computer. Fortunately, Microsoft is now mulling ways to make this pain uh, process less painful. Good, uh, which is, sounds good. Uh, per is it Ars Technica in a recent blog post, the company announced that it expects changes to the win- to the way Windows will handle forthcoming updates to. Result in substantial performance improvements significantly. Uh, Microsoft is adjusting the amount of labor that Windows updates will perform in its mm. online and offline stages. This is a long article, and I could probably just give you a bit of a brief thing about it. It, um, they're talking about uh the uh the offline updates when it shuts down. Oh, yes, yes, uh, right. So they got it down, I think last year they got it down to about 87 minutes or something, oh. and then. Jeez. The Creators Update, they got the offline time down to about 51. Right. And now they're saying they're getting it down 63%. It'll be down to about 30 minutes of offline time while you computer updates.
0: Well, that's not too bad. Uh, I know like yeah. sometimes just just searching for updates, you know, just in the normal update process, its just seems just to be laborious sometimes, doesn't it? It just goes on and on and on and, and you shut down and it shuts down for ages. And, I mean, yeah. you've to
1: wait for it long time that's what they're saying they're trying to speed that process mm. but yeah so it's like, in,
0: yeah between yeah. updates yeah i think that it speed that process up that'd be good um but hopefully there's not going to be too many of those like do they, what do they seem to be bringing two out a year don't they is that their their track record so far with this windows 10 there's about two of these things gonna do are they Ooh, you reckon yeah. there's no well, there's about two a year that they've been like full uh you know reinstall oh, type like updates yeah, mm. like additions, not yeah. just not just security patches. No, just like additions and stuff. Yeah, so uh, mm. yeah, look, yeah, anything that keeps the time down, oh, I'm all for that. Oh, tip of the week yeah. as well. I got a tip of the week. It took me took me a little while to figure this one out, but I had a machine that, uh, for whatever reason, the antivirus stopped working, and so I tried to update it. Didn't work, and so I thought, okay, I'll uh, uninstall it and reinstall it, and it failed again. You know, you do this a few times, you start pulling your hair out. So I thought, okay, stuff that. I'll try Bitdefender. Downloaded, installed, not failed. I went, this is a bit strange, isn't it? So then I went, okay, yeah. AVG. Surely trusty old AVG's got to install. <laughs> Download, install, failed. You, I, you know, I couldn't believe it. You know, what, what is going on here? And so I, you know, I scanned for viruses. I've, I've, I've checked Windows integrity files. Done all this sort of stuff. I've got no idea. I'm thinking I scanned for rootkits. I've did everything. I've, I, scanned the guts out of this computer. And, uh, and then it wasn't until I, I just, somewhere I was just sitting there and I just looked down at the, looked down at the time and I went, that time's wrong. It's a minute out. And you know what? That was the problem. <laughs> it was a minute out. And it's not something you would normally look at. You know, you go, oh, yeah, that's about the time. If it was like six hours, you go, oh, that time's wrong. But, yeah, and that must have been because of that minute, it means that so I'm, I must be downloading, say, all these antivirus programs, must be stamped somehow, saying it was, say, I don't know, say it was uh, 12 o'clock download. And then when I went to try and install it, it's going, well, I'm installing it in the, in the past, before I was downloaded. So that can't be right, so I'm going to fail. I'm a, I'm a fraud. And, I, and that was the problem. It was a minute out. Can you believe it? And that's, the, that's my tip of the week. I've had that problem before, but usually it's when it's a year out, not, not a minute out. Mm. Well, I've had that problem on a Mac when you download the OS to install it because I've got a, you know, a copy of some of the OS's on my hard drive. And so I've just pulled, up, yeah, pulled, the, pulled, the, pulled it out and put it in and it just keeps failing to install. And it's not until you download the Verge, say, to download it now and install and it works. Mm. Yeah, you can pull it. But, yeah, so always check the time. Make sure it updates automatically and that it's correct. Uh, Google adds top Aussie sports into the Google search assistant and home. Yay. How good is this? This is about time. (laughs) So if you're a fan of the AFL, the NRL, or the Australian rugby, you can now check live scores, match results, upcoming fixtures, fixtures, and ladders for your favourite footy code just by asking Google in just about any way you want. How good is this? This is excellent. Now, Google's... There's a picture. There's a picture of a mobile... Now, Google's ANZ marketing director, Aisling Finch, concludes, it's a lady, by stating, your assistant is always learning, so it will understand your preferred team nicknames and the sports you care about over time. You can also ask your assistant to tell you an AFL joke. Can I I say the whole code's a joke, or will I upset people? (laughs) I better better not. Or or make season predictions by asking, "Okay, Google, who's going to win the flag? And after the siren sounds on full time, say, talk like a footballer to get a classic post-match commentary full of of all the footy cliches we all know and secretly love. Well, whether you are celebrating a win or lamenting a loss, we hope these updates offer some useful and fun ways to help you keep up to date and get your game on. So you can also use a Google search and Google Assistant on iOS, Android and Google Home to tell you all about ICC, IPL, uh, soccer, including A-League, ATP, WTA, tennis tournaments, PGA, LPGA, European Tour, PGA Tour, champion, the web.com tour, golf matches, blah, 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 boom, brain explosion. <laughs> so yeah, so it's all, it's all good. So it's, it's about time I think we got, you know, because I, sometimes I say to the Google, I'll, I'll say to it oh, uh, how's the Sharks going? You know, did the sharks win? And it comes up with, oh, yes, the Miami sharks lost or something. Oh, not them sharks. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong sharks. Well, uh, yeah, so, uh, but that'd be good. Oh, I'll be able to keep up to date now. Excellent. Um, Jace, did you have any more? Yeah, one more. Good stuff.
2: The change of name from Android Wear to Wear OS this week has brought another welcome addition, official support for watches. While Android Pay, which is Google Pay, Google Pay was able to be used on watches with NFC, such as the Huawei Watch 2, users had to manually enable the Android Pay app through Google Pay. It seems that it was unofficially official if you could catch a drift. From now though, it appears it's officially official with the Wear OS by Google social media accounts announcing the support for Google Pay on your wrist if it has NFC is now available in Canada, Spain, and of course, Australia.
0: You don't have Google Pay installed. You can now install it, and it won't disable after some issues. Nice, nice. Have you, you use the Google Pay? Are you a Google payer? I have used. Uh, well, I used it when it was Android Pay back in oh, the day, yeah. but I haven't used my
2: phone a lot. Uh, I do most of my grocery shopping at Coles, and it's got uh, flybys on the back of the Coles credit card that I use.
0: Ah, so nice. if,
2: you use, if you use the um, the Coles credit card, it's got your flybys built into it. And because it's a Coles financial one, they give you discounts off your bill as well after so many uh, dollars have been spent. So sometimes you can go there and they'll be like, oh, okay, you can get uh, $10 off this. Would you like that? You go, yep. And they're like, oh, there's also a special offer this week for another $10 off because you've got a Coles credit card. Right. You can take extra money off your your grocery bill using that. So Mm. I can pay with my uh, Android Samsung Galaxy S8 but then
0: I also have to get out the card to scan the flyby points, so I just use the card for everything now. Mm. Well, I put a, I got the, I go with a nab, and they sent me this card to put on the back of your phone. Uh, but it, oh, yeah, I had one of those for Coles before
2: in the past. You can get one. They call a pay tag. Yeah, a little tiny one.
0: Yeah. So, but I had a different case on my phone before, and it never worked. So I thought the case must have been too big, but uh, yes. that's not the reason I so changed I
1: a, cases. But if I had a scanner, could I walk up to your phone and scan it? Well, with that's my, the thing, isn't it? Yes, with my phone and scan it or something.
0: Well, that's that's the thing. That's the that's why I've never really liked this sort of setup. Is yeah, because if you get close enough, uh, you can scan cards and, you know, make transactions.
2: I'm never really worried about that. The maximum you can take off out without a pin is $100 and you've yep. got insurance yeah, but if and you go and do cards from Visa anyway, so it doesn't matter. Mm.
1: If you go and scan 10 people for the, for, for the day, that's 1000 bucks.
0: I know, I know. You'll probably get caught. Yeah, yeah They'll but I'll get it back though, so. Yeah. But I, I guess the thing is, like, you're so you go around scanning people and you're getting your 1000 bucks a day, but where's that 1000 bucks going? And um, there's obviously, you know, trace right to your door. Unless, yeah. unless you're sending it over to Uzbekistan and, you know, then around the around Romania and back out through Russia and
1: whatever. I don't know. But, like, there's it, always going to be a I've bit of a trail. have any of the NFC features or anything like that on any of my devices, and they've all got it, but I've just never even sat down and tried to work it out. Mm. I get
2: annoyed at places that won't
1: let me use NFC. I prefer to use NFC for everything. Yeah, right. If they could, if there was, I think... I read an article years ago, um, or maybe it wasn't years ago, I read an article, I think it was somewhere in Western Australia or something like that, that they were doing driver's licences or fishing. might have been fishing licences are being done um, in an app that you can have on your phone with your fishing licence and other forms of licences. And they were trial and erroring that with driver's licences saying if that would work, we could then expand that to the rest of the states in Australia Yeah. And okay our driver's licenses and things in our phone because I think that's the biggest mm. the biggest reason why I don't use NFC. I have to carry my license no matter where I go, so I have to take my wallet. Well, so I, I took a I picture. leave my wallet at home. No, well, I took
0: a picture of my license just in case I did leave my wallet at home and, and got pulled over, and at least I could say, well, here's a photo of it. <laughs> so yeah, it looks work? like me, doesn't it? No photoshop.
1: No, no. <laughs> at the end of the <laughs> I, I day, know. the police don't even need your license. They can, they can get all the information they need right there and then in mm. the car. I don't need Yeah, any. I just tell them
2: my name's Glenn Goodman. They can look me up.
0: Here's a photo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I like, grew
2: a beard recently it. and dyed my hair black.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: If we can get rid of everything else, then I see I see a worthy kind of thing of using NFC.
0: Oh, yeah, I think the NFC, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, look, i got no hassle. If you can just put everything on your phone, I've, I can't see what's the problem with that. Like, I know it's a bit... Ah, oh, maybe too much information in one place and scares a few people. You know, with privacy concerns like the the big.
1: You to lose your phone, but phones are pretty well locked these days. They're pretty good.
0: Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Like I, I don't mind using NFC. I don't use NFC unless that's just that. You know, I can tap and go. That's as much as I do. But uh, but other than that,
1: do if... you ever see other people do it? Like, have you ever at McDonald's or whatever and do you ever just see the person in the queue in front of you pull out their phone? Or their I haven't. Well, I've never been McDonald's either. But... <laughs> yeah, no, I, I used to
2: do it with my phone in this little country town I live in and people are like,
1: what? <laughs> what did you do? <laughs> <laughs> Who's paying for that?
0: But <laughs> then again,
2: I, I confuse the people at Tajay because it's got the flybys on the back of the credit card and they're like, have you got flybys? And I'm like, yep. And they scan it and they're like, okay, you're going to... Pay for this with credit card, and I'm like, yep. And I put the same card over to the card reader. He's like, "Are you going to pay with that? You're going to pay with Flyby's card? I think you're making a mistake there, sir." And I'm like, "No, it
0: does both."
2: (laughs) What? Oh, that's amazing! I've never seen that before.
0: I think you can actually also pay with your Flyby's card because you can transfer points uh, and put them onto your Flyby's card as dollars. And so you can. You, yeah. Well, that's all be- yeah.
2: because the, the Coles credit card has got the flybys and the credit card built into the same thing. Once you, you scan your flybys there and it knows who you are and you use your credit card and it says, oh, you've already got the points on there. So you can deduct that from the bill. Mm,
0: yeah. So, yeah. So it's, uh, I think I've, I've had enough points to do that like once for 50 bucks or something. So, yeah. So it's good. Uh, yeah,
2: $10 off the groceries every few weeks or so.
0: Yeah, I I don't go looking for flybys. I say I accumulate them if I if I'm there and you know whatever. But I don't like go to Coles. I don't go to Shell or I don't go to you know. I just um, I think petrol. I just we sort of do Woolies anyway. We we'll shop at Woolies. Um, you're either Coles or Woolies, aren't you? Really, I don't know why yeah. why that is. But uh, that just seems it used to be Coles, but we changed. All right, uh, I've got one more story, and it's a quick one, and it's just something about Telstra and Samsung uh, hitting speeds of 1.03 gigabits uh, per second with their S, Samsung S9 9 Plus as an Aussie first. So it's claimed to be an Aussie first. It's recorded uh, in excess recorded speeds in excess of one gigabyte a second on a commercial commercial network using the Samsung Galaxy S9. Kevin Teo, Telstra's head of mobile, said this is the first time in Australia that speeds in excess of one gigabit per second have been demonstrated on a commercial network with a commercial smartphone. Uh, while customers using these phones on the Telstra 4GX 4GX service will typically see download speeds in the range of five to three hundred megabits. Five to three hundred. Uh lost well, tests like these other uh, Galaxy S90s made significantly higher speeds. Look, I just think that uh, just concentrate on getting Faster speeds for the rest of Australia first. Like, you know, people have still got ADSL. Uh, people are still. I still talk to people that their speeds are like. Oh, there's a guy that I know. His speeds like less than less than two meg down.
1: You know, it's just it's crazy rubbish. Isn't it? It's and rubbish. And phone speeds are getting faster than our home broadband yeah. speeds.
0: And then you've got all this HFC hoopla and and apparently Foxtel are pulling out of cable tv so they, they want to go all through satellite because cable's costing too much money so what's what, how's that going to impact the hfc telstra MBN network and oh my god well
2: they'll be able to use all the well, bandwidth
0: now instead of just whatever well, yes well, i
1: just wondered why they can't just give us you know better plans on our mobiles people wouldn't even have home internet the, the mobile data is so much faster well, I guess it's all about
0: the congestion, isn't it? Like if everyone's on their phone doing what they do at home, well, everything's going to sort of congest up. But but then again, they just build more nodes or towers or whatever you have to do to, to Phone it connection,
2: up. phone data, internet is not great for gamers because it increases latency. And then you go into a game and you get shot before you even
0: realise what someone's pressed the
2: trigger or that they're in front of you. Mm.
0: Yeah, well, I guess so. But like... You know, like, on cable, like, so we get, like, cable, I'm getting 100 down, but I'm only getting two up. Uh, So, like, if they can just, just release a bit more up, which I'm sure they can somehow... Well, then I'd be just as happy as that. I don't need him. Yeah, they just
2: need to unrestrict you, that's all. That's
0: right. Just <laughs> they don't to...
2: want you to have fast up because they're like, oh, he's going to run mail servers and all this sort of crap on there, so we don't want him there for anything. If yeah. you want to get more, you need to pay more or something like that.
0: Well, that's People right. People in the world of fibre
2: to the home like me are like, well, 95 down, about 35 up. Yeah, that's great. I can do whatever I want. doesn't matter. If long is
1: it... he wasn't so worried about bloody privacy, they wouldn't be running their own mail servers and things like that anyway, would they? Mm. But at Jay's, how long? Everybody wants to have their own their own clouds and their own mass <laughs> servers and their own their own that because everyone's too scared to put their data or their emails on to these big companies. Just give so, it all to yeah,
2: Facebook. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. You'll be right. Mm. Nothing to worry about.
1: Yeah, that's yeah. right. But yeah, I
0: don't know. I don't know. Like, oh, look, you gotta you gotta trust someone. And, and what's your you know? You gotta trust something. Google, Amazon, they do the best. So it's especially gonna yeah, get just
1: be, so. Just be the theory that you're like, you know. One in the, you know, have a many billion people there are using hmm. their service. Well, I don't it. know
0: what you could possibly... Yeah, like, what could you possibly put up there that is that sensitive that your life's going to be destroyed if it got out? Like, if you've got, I don't know, what, nude photos, you just don't put them up there. You don't put that sort of stuff up there. Um... One of the things that has been getting people has been the real
2: names policy where people who've got out AVOs on their ex-partners or something like that have changed... Their details, and they want to use that on Facebook. And Facebook says, We'll prove this is your real name. You send the your license to them. And they go, No, that's completely different. We're changing it to that one. And then suddenly, that's the name of their account, and everyone knows who they are now.
1: Mm. Yeah, well, I guess. So we'll... People who try to stay private, though, they don't want their name known. They just want their. Well, you don't use Facebook, I suppose. Well, they want to, you know, they want to be able to use it with just family and not have people look them up. Yeah, yeah. you should be entitled to have, I think, a private Facebook. There should be no reason why they should make you, you know, like you're allowed to have your name not listed in a bloody phone book. Why can't mm. you have your name not listed on Facebook and only yeah. well, I think have it advertised to. They to want everyone to be accountable
2: for everything, but mm, it just
1: exactly.
0: Them. But I think you've got the, the. I think the difference there though is you've got, uh, say, the phone book, Telstra slash Telecom. Probably you'd say it's a, it's a sort of more government regulated type of thing where Facebook is just completely private, a private company. So why can't they do what they like if they want, if they deem they want real names? That's what they wanted. They
2: force real names on YouTube because they believe that it's going to stop trolls. But people don't care. They still go on there. Bob Richardson. Oh yeah, you suck. You're horrible. Why don't
0: you go kill yourself? And mm. it's under their real name. They don't care. I saw that there yeah. was something in in Britain getting a bit of steam. The couple, there's some our uh, female politicians. They're up in arms about Twitter. You know, people abusing them on Twitter and whatever. And one of the terms that. Uh, that was used was yeah i hope you get assassinated and all that but uh but th- th- that's twitter it's just it's a cesspit anyway <laughs> like it's just what happens yep, out there it's, yeah ex- yeah it's, exactly you just don't, don't read the comments no you just don't look at them well, i think well i don't know what the answer is there um yeah i don't know i don't know what the answer is maybe yeah, maybe like with google places do you do you when you sign up, they send you a postcard to make sure to verify your address, your actual physical address, and then that stays with the account. And then, you know, the law knows where you are if you want to start abusing people to an extent that it's uh, hurtful or, or hateful or whatever. Yeah, there are always going is- to be a-holes no matter what the platform is. That's right, exactly. The
1: question it is, is the law... You know, is the law sufficient enough? Is it going to do what it proposes it's supposed to do? A mm. of the time, people go waiting a long time to have their legal problems dealt with. Well,
0: no, that's right. And like, yeah, is it illegal to, you know, if you want to go and say, "I oh, wish, hurry up, and wish you were assassinated." If you were to say that, yell that out in the middle of the street, is that something you get in trouble for? I, I guess so. I don't know. But like, if you're gonna, if you can yell it, if you can't yell it out in the street, well, you probably shouldn't be able to yell it out on Twitter and all this sort of mm. stuff. So. That's
1: it. That's- it's a bit like that. Um, it's a bit like these. You know these gun laws. What was someone saying the other day that the, with the gun laws um, in Australia, we're not allowed to have obviously not, not allowed to have guns, but you're not allowed to you, you're not allowed to have them for self defence either. Like you can't have a baseball bat next to your bed if it's intentionally there to, for self defence. Mm, I think because if you do it, that's 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 attempted murder. Well, I think the, I think, isn't it the, the. If you come home and say, oh, I just came home from cricket, from cricket practice and it just happened to be there, then you can yeah. kind of get away with the it. Yeah, I always play cricket in my there. sleep. Yeah. If you've got it there intentionally as a self-defense weapon, you're not allowed to have it. And you can, and someone comes and robs your house and, and you hit them with a cricket bat. You I can think. Be at fault. Yeah, I think there's a, a, a yeah. also there's a little bit of. Loopholes in in the law—it kind of frustrates me in all in all our areas. You know? I
0: think there's a little thing as well, which sort of goes along the lines of, like, say, if the guy came into your house with a baseball bat and you used the baseball bat against him, that's okay, and you bashed him up or something, that that'd be okay. You I think it's something it's even, because it's an yeah, even playing it, field. Yeah, it's a, a like you got to combat force with like force or something something like something like that so if 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 uh someone breaks into your house if he
2: punches in the face you don't shoot him in the head
1: yeah and if someone breaks into your house and yeah that's right and probably is but my point of my point of it is is that the people who require who who want self-defense in australia and i agree that gun guns should be you know outlawed but it's the fact that we have to wait for the law to come. So if someone's robbing your house, mm. you're really supposed to dial triple zero and hope the police come in time. Mm. Well, I, I that's don't. What, that's yeah. what annoys me because I don't think half the time they do.
0: No, well, I would I, probably agree with you. I just think, yeah, if if someone's in your house, you I don't care if, if you.
1: In self defence, you
0: can be liable. Yeah. If someone's in your house, and you accidentally... and if that's the case, you, we should. The have phone
2: call is from coming friend. from inside the house.
0: Oh, wasn't yeah. that a and scary movie? It was. <laughs> We watched that when we were kids. <laughs> yeah, same here. That's right. That's why uh, I re- that's why I remember it. <laughs> yeah. What was it Dial was it Dial M or Dial something for murder or something? What was that show called? Uh yeah, that's right. They go, Trace the phone, trace the phone. Oh, did you get that trace? Yeah, it's coming from inside the house. They go No
2: so she had to try and run
0: out yeah i don't know what that show was now when what? a stranger calls ah. 1979 film that's right that was good i do remember that i must have watched it at the same mm. time all right i think that's it. that'll do us i think everyone's done everyone done yeah yeah i good. did
1: have a couple i'm a bit disappointed i didn't get to mention it there was a funny one here actually about um microsoft edge could soon be harder to ignore in windows <laughs> after all oh, i no. thought that was Kind of after me getting picked on tonight for having that, it said um, it said it's time to look at the latest Insider Preview build of Windows 10. There are some small but welcome improvements, such as the addition of HEIF um, that lets you uh, more easily save photos, videos, blah blah. blah. But as it gets further down the thing, it says um, that Microsoft Edge, and because it's a long thing, I'll just give you the brief. It says that it um the the Microsoft Edge will become the default. Browser when using email. So if you click on any link in email, you will have to be directed back to Edge. Microsoft Ed. can't go back to Google, or you can't go back to whatever. You have to go back to Edge. So they're going to make that mm. make that.
0: Well, that doesn't sound right, right does out. it? Yeah, that doesn't sound too good. Like, well, yeah, you know, I get in trouble, I, trouble again. again. <laughs> yeah, that's, I don't think they you know, can probably go down that path. But yeah, like, what happens if you don't like Edge? You know?
1: Well. They're kind just of uninstall saying, it, Glenn. Yeah. Microsoft just, justifies this by saying that Edge provides the best, most um, secure and consistent experiences <laughs> across all of your devices with built-in feature for reading, t- note-taking, Cortana integration, right, and easy cool. access, service, such as SharePoint, OneDrive, Microsoft and Edge enables you to be more productive, organized, creative, without sufficient uh, sorry, without sacrificing any battery life or security. No, it's not going to, going to take up. They're going to insist that people use it. Right. We'll, we'll, we'll believe
0: that when it comes. <laughs> Let me,
1: Microsoft. So when, when you're like me and you've got 10 or 12, um, 10 or 12 tabs open when you're, on your uh, Edge and all of a sudden it tells you that your computer is using 10 gig of RAM for Microsoft Edge, then you know. They should have fixed that long ago. That has been a problem in Microsoft Edge for as long as I can remember. Yeah, the more tabs you open, the more RAM it uses. Yeah, so that's that's Bugs. rubbish. So the
0: change means that's that a if bug you, a... yeah, Microsoft, yeah, it's, that's right. That's crazy. It's ridiculous change.
1: Where's it? So the I'm verge? looking at my, my task manager at the moment. I've got I've got Google Chrome open, and it says that it's got I think Google Chrome's got what about 13 processes or something going, and it's using. Two point seven, in RAM, two thousand seven hundred RAM. If I had had thirteen processors going, processors going in Edge, it would have been using ten gig, twelve gig. <laughs> <in> <laughs> yes, it's yeah. Just look,
0: stupid. I don't even have Edge on my taskbar. I, I took it away. I couldn't, didn't even like looking First at thing it. Thing I do too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just, well, I got IE. I got IE, Chrome, and Firefox, and uh, uh, those three seem to do me. But Edge, Opera. No, nah, I don't do Opera either. Do you do Opera? <sighs>
2: I had it on my other computer because I had cookies for everything. So my Google Chrome was for logging into my own Google stuff. Then I had Firefox for uploading one of my podcasts and then Opera for uploading a different podcast. So I had them all in different ones. They're all cookie-fied so that I wouldn't have to keep logging in because you can't log into this Google account to upload that podcast and then this one and then this one. Now that we've got it set up, so I've been added as an admin for Aussie Techheads, I can switch accounts in uh, YouTube and then do the upload. But before that, I had to have separate accounts for everything.
0: Yeah, okay.
2: Browser for everything and remembered the login details.
0: Mm. Yeah, I've got. I do different things in different browsers. Just how it works these days. All right, well, I think we better get out of here. It's uh, yep. <laughs> and that's uh, good. So thanks for joining us. Uh, don't forget to listen to the Aussie Tech Radio. It's cross-platform. Get get it on the tune in Radio app. Search Aussie Tech Radio. Search us up on Spotify as well. We are Aussie Tech Heads on Spotify and wherever else you may want to uh, listen to us. Uh, listen to us through the Sonos app and let us know where you listen to us and where you are. Send us an email and uh, tell us where you're listening. And- and yeah, what you like about the show, and any suggestions to improve or whatever? So that'd be good. Good to hear from people. All right, thanks, uh, Jace. Thanks for coming in. Another great yeah, week. Yeah, no worries. And thank thanks to you all. Yeah, thanks for Jordan. Thanks also for coming in and uh, giving us all, all your That's wisdom. Finished. Good stuff. All right, so another one down. Until Give next week. <laughs> yes. Until next <laughs> week. Uh, uh, have a good week. Goodbye, everyone.